The tricky thing with the brain is that when we're really focused on one question, we get so narrowed down, it can close us off from questions that might be more helpful, which means that we're also not seeing the solutions that lie outside of that one question. My name is Jenna and this is Building Balance. You're in the right place if you want to reclaim your time, feel in control of your tasks, and make real progress without overworking. Here on the podcast, I share thoughts and actionable tips on how to be intentionally productive and build more balance between business and life, even if it's just you in your business. So make sure to subscribe if that sounds interesting to you. I totally wasn't going to record an episode today because I am heading to Finland tomorrow for two weeks and I had kind of made peace with the fact that I would probably miss one episode, like miss publishing one episode while I'm in Finland. But I was on my morning walk with Nova the dog and this idea just hit me out of nowhere. So I thought that I'd hop on and talk about it when I'm feeling really excited about it. So I want to talk about what tends to happen when we can't seem to follow through on what we say that we'd like to do. I'm just going to throw out a few hypotheticals here to sort of paint the picture. So maybe you want to finish a client project before it becomes like a thing you have to work on, you know, under pressure or become before it becomes a rush job. Or maybe you've plan to start working on a business update like changing the copy on your website or you want to update a course or something like that or maybe you just like to stop working every day by 4 p.m but just can't seem to make yourself stop. So like I alluded to in the beginning the tricky part with the brain is that when we're really focused on asking ourselves one question we kind of get into trouble. So what often happens in these moments when we can't seem to follow through or stick with the things that we thought we'd do, we start asking ourselves, what's wrong with me when I you know, can't do these things that I genuinely want to do? We tend to be thrown into a bit of a spiral with it, right? We can start judging ourselves and all of that. And we might end up trying to force ourselves to stick with the thing we want to do, but it doesn't feel that great and the progress might be really slow. Or we might end up doing a bunch of little to-dos and busy work just to feel like at least we're productive in some way, at least we're doing something. Or maybe we avoid work altogether when we've planned to get things done. And then this makes us feel even crappier, make us lose even more motivation, we get even harder on ourselves, and then we end up working longer hours to try to compensate. Sometimes we do come up with some solutions to try, like maybe we get a new planner or get like a task tracking app or We check out some motivational mindset or business content on YouTube by somebody like Mel Robbins or Marie Forleo. And these things that we try might help us for a little while, but often they don't help us long term. And I want you to know that this doesn't mean something's wrong with you because you could make it stick and everybody else seems to be able to. 
it's probably because the things you tried didn't address the actual problem behind why you're not getting the things done or why you're not following through on plans or the things you say you want to do. So this is why the what's wrong with me type of question, line of questioning is harmful because it can kind of invite us into this spiral of self-judgment and maybe we either do nothing about it and feel like this is just how my life is now or we try these surface level solutions that don't actually help us with the problem. And the reason to this, why we might go for the wrong solutions, is that when we're focused on this line of thinking that something's wrong with me, it's hard to notice other questions that would be more helpful instead, which also means that we're not then open to the solutions that would actually bring us long-term changes. So I would love to invite you to shift your line of questioning to what's making me feel unproductive or what's making me avoid this thing or unable to do this thing. So notice the slight difference there. The question isn't about what's wrong with you, the person you, but about what's going on with you or what's present in your circumstances right now, what's taken away your motivation or what's affecting your ability to get the thing done. And once you come up with an answer there, you can ask follow-up questions to dig even deeper and deeper and find your solutions. So because we're not having an actual conversation, I can't dig into the deeper stuff with you here on the podcast, like into your specific thing, which I really wish I could do, but but I can tell you about a few things that I've uncovered together with these really cool business owners that I've either coached or in some other way talked with, worked with. So Cassie, a copywriter, was feeling pulled in too many directions all day, which kept her from like doing the things that she wanted to do. So knowing that opened us up to dig deeper and ask, what are the things that are feeling like the biggest pulls and can they be taken away or maybe reduced or streamlined in some way? So what came up for her was that calls, especially calls with clients, were the things that kind of made things tricky. And this is funny because I'm the same way. If I have calls scheduled in my days, it's like my brain gets completely wrapped up in them and I have trouble focusing on work in the hours before a call. So we made a plan for her to only schedule calls on specific days of the week so that she would have days when she knew she can focus fully on just doing the work. Another idea we came up with was to have one week a month blocked off from calls entirely so that she'd have the brain space to focus on things like marketing and business updates. Then there's Maria. She's a brand photographer and she wanted to work less. And her plan was to at least take Sundays off of work. At the same time, she is trying to grow her business. So she found it very hard to step away and was kind of always just pulled back to get something done. She did want to spend more time on herself and her health, but really struggled making that a priority. So when we dug into what was going on, we found that 
part of her like business history was that she had small kiddos when she first started. So she kind of had to use up all her available time on the business to get it off the ground whenever she wasn't busy, you know, taking care of the kids. But as her kids have gotten older and more independent, she was already used to filling up all her available time with work. So that's just what she did kind of out of habit. So understanding that this was just how her nervous system was used to operating, in addition to like if we don't step away from our business, if we don't have some balance, it gets really hard to kind of see things in your business clearly. It's hard to make intentional decisions and to notice what we could actually let go of. So knowing this helped her step away from her work and see it as something that's helpful to her, even if it does feel unfamiliar. Then we have my client Danby. She wanted to stop avoiding like the ideas and updates that she had for her business. And she also wanted to stop dragging out the client work. Hey, this is Jenna from the future on a very rudimentary microphone. Um, just jumping in to clarify here that when I mentioned Danby dragging out the client work, what I should say here is that she described that she was spending more time on the client work than she needed to or used to. So it wasn't that she was, you know, dragging out the client work in terms of like avoiding it or something like that. And on top of this, she wanted to start working fewer hours per day, but she had a hard time making that a reality or she wasn't feeling very confident about it. So we got to the bottom of why these things were happening. When it came to dragging out the client work and avoiding the business updates, she realized that she was unsure if she's actually spending her time and energy on what's best for her and her business. And as far as working less, she understandably worried about whether she'd still bring in enough of an income. And the other aspect of it was that she's used to being an action taker. She's a really ambitious person. So kind of what does life look like if she isn't trying to reach a higher level in her business, if she isn't kind of constantly working towards something bigger? So she told me that once she understood that these things were were going on in the background, it became easier to take action. And now she's gotten to experience a couple of months of working less and has seen that she doesn't actually need to be that worried. Then we have Jenny. She's an architectural designer. She wanted to work a five-day week instead of six, but had a hard time following through on this plan or knowing like how it could actually be possible. So what came up during our chat was that she has a particular amount of hours that she needs to spend on client work because she bills by the hour. So the challenge to making her work week shorter was to do it in a way that didn't reduce the amount of time that she spends on client work. This meant that we could dive deeper into other things that she was doing in her business and we did find ways that she could drastically reduce her time spent on marketing and emails and custom proposals for her inquiries. So I hope that these examples show a little bit that when you start to unravel what's actually going on, 
it'll bring to light more questions to ask in a very different way than just thinking something's wrong with you when you can't get yourself to do the thing that you say you want to do. You can totally figure this out on your own. I 100% believe that. But I found that I often come up with better ideas and solutions when I talk to somebody else. Sometimes it's just really hard to realize what's going on when we're in the thick of it. And you know, often having another person's point of view can also help you make progress faster. So you could talk to some trusted business friends or maybe a partner who knows you and your business really well or If you'd like, I'd be super happy to team up with you too. My psychologist brain is more than happy to dig deep and connect the dots between what you want and what's actually happening. So there are two ways that I can help you figure this stuff out. The first one is I'm working on an audio course that's designed to help you uncover why you're not able to follow through on your plans or can't get yourself to start on the cool ideas and updates and projects you have in mind. I'm creating this course because I've noticed that these are things I talk about with pretty much every single one of my clients, and they get so much relief just from understanding what's going on. If you're listening to this in real time at the end of August 2022, the course should be ready in about two weeks, max three Unless like something goes terribly wrong <laughs> with, with either the course or in my life or in the world, right? And um, until the course is officially done and launched, it is on pre-sale. So if you go to jennahilberg.com slash course, you'll be able to grab it from there. And if this is sometime in the future, it should still be available on there. It just won't be on pre-sale anymore. The second way that I can help is through my one-on-one coaching. I just love helping people uncover what's going on so that we then can come up with good solutions together that actually fit you. So like you heard from the examples with some clients, the solutions are more around helping them be more productive or follow through on their plans. While for others, the work is more focused on whittling down tasks or streamlining activities so that they're spending their time more effectively. And this then frees up time for them to spend on their life outside of work or on more of the work they actually want to do. To be honest, even though I have these two sort of different ways of working with me, either the like get yourself to do the thing or the let's declutter (laughs) the things in your business. We often end up doing a mix of both with most of my clients. And my coaching also includes a follow-up period because I know how important it is to be able to ask questions and to get support as you're actually implementing and experimenting with your new solutions. And then if you think you'd benefit from a more ongoing support arrangement, I'm totally here for that too. All right, that is all for today. I hope that this gave you something to think about. And if you think that someone you know could benefit from listening to this episode, please send it their way. Thank you so much for spending your valuable time with me. I hope that you have an amazing week. Bye. 
Hey, if this episode resonated with you and you'd like to support my podcast, the best way you can do that is to write a review for the podcast or share it with your business owner friends. It would help my tiny little podcast reach more cool people like you. Please feel free to reach out to me with any questions or comments. And if you're sharing about the podcast on Instagram, tag me at the Jenna Helberg so that I can thank you. 